What's up, you guys? Welcome to the February 15th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Getting ready to set you up for the All-Star break here. We got no NBA games for a week, but still could kind of do some things to get your roster set for the stretch run. We'll talk about some schedule stuff. The big news last night with AD getting hurt. We'll kick off the show and some other stuff with pickups and such. With me to do so is Dr. A, Steve Alexander. What's up, man? Dude, long time. Yeah. Long time, first time. No. Uh, <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. All-Star break is is uh, here. I think you and the rest of us are probably ready for, for a little break. Um, baseball is upon us. I saw that my man Ronald Acuna went number two overall in the Roto World uh, mock draft for their draft guides. What? So, really? Yeah. Jeez. Now that was Dynasty. Okay, okay, that's different then, yeah. Dynasty. Now, I think regular he's going like top 10 somewhere yeah. in there. Remember when uh, we but, did a uh, I took Doncic 13th in the Dynasty draft we did and I, I think Ryan kind of ripped me. It looks pretty good now. Dude, would you would you take Luka like probably like 7 or 8, maybe higher? I might take him higher. Yeah. I, I got, you you and I have not talked in a while, but I freaking love Luka Doncic so much. It's 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 ridiculous. Like I don't buy NBA apparel, and I have two Luca shirts. So. Nice. What's, I, what's uh, funny, The um, uh, I think mybookie.com or .net or whatever, they actually paid out Luca Rookie of the Year tickets already. <laughs> <laughs> like He's got it in the bag. <laughs> you know, and Trey's playing a lot better. Like I, yeah. I've taught some heat for being a Trey hater and, and whatnot, especially since I live right down the street. Um but Trey has played a lot better. I mean, he's still he's still young. He's still doing some kooky stuff, and it, it, some of his numbers are whack. But then again, so some of Luca's shooting nights are really bad too. I think it's sure. five seventeen the other night. He had like six turnovers, but I don't care. I, I, and Luca's totally not my style of guy. Like I was never a a Dirk Nowitzki fan. I was never. I I, I always tend to go towards the guys that are more um, edgy. You know. Like Dominique Wilkins was my favorite player of all time, and I, I couldn't stand Larry Bird. So this goes kind of against everything I stand for. But I, for some reason, I just love watching Luca play. Yeah, he just has the killer instinct, man. Like for a rookie to to take over games like that, it's just the uh, eye test, man. He just looks like he he just looks different than everybody else. Yeah, like I guess Harden's the comparison, right? Because they were kind of like quote unquote overweight. Harden had like a 10 percent body fat in the draft. Which is like really high for a guard, and like right. Luca's kind of the same, but they're both super shifty, just don't care. And I mean, Luca's obviously further along than Harden was, but yeah, I'm sure the Thunder wish they could have that trade back. But um, speaking of trades, let's talk about the big news of the day. Uh, only three games on Thursday, and Anthony Davis left shoulder injury, so he bumped into Nerlens Noel. Uh, we just found out today it's a it's a muscle contusion. So this is the left shoulder he had surgery on. A couple years ago, so like it doesn't sound bad. It sounds like he's may play in the All Star game, but like this is what we kind of knew was going to happen. Anything, hangnail, um, his hair, like he gets his hair pulled, like anything is going to take him out of games, man. And for a big man who's going to bang down low, and you would think maybe guys are going to be more aggressive on him, knowing that. So it, it's just going to be. There's, it just seems like this is not going to end well. Um, on top of him getting minutes limits, we saw him not playing the fourth or first game back. Did play in the back to back, which was a big sign. 
uh, good sign, but I don't know, man. This is and also too the Pelicans have tied for the worst schedule going uh, in the last three and a half weeks. So like it's just negative on top of negative on top of negative for AD. Dude, I don't recall a situation with this many negatives stacked up against this good of a player. The best player. Like, the best player that we've seen in a... Well, I mean, Harden. What Harden well, fantasy-wise, AD is... I mean, well, yeah. hot, hard, hot, hot, Harden and AD are pretty similar. And then Westbrook, the last 11. Like Well, Westbrook, even in 9K, hasn't been that great. Like, he's been, like, I think, like, third round. But he's just ridiculous in the three categories. Yeah, but... but yeah. But the, but what like not only not only is his shoulder injured now, not only do his teammates not want him around and don't want to talk to him, not only does his coach not want to speak about him anymore, but Jalil Okafor comes in and goes crazy. Julius Randle's playing really well, um, and it's just I mean this just has it's not going to end well. I'm just thankful that I don't own Anthony Davis anywhere. I'm getting emails and tweets and questions from guys like, should I just cut him? And I mean, I don't think any of us can tell somebody that, yes, you should cut Anthony Davis. You can't uh, you, do you just, it. You cannot you do can't, it. You can't do it. Should if I had all my waiver, if I had my, I would spend my full fab with that drop if that happened. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's I the mean, kind of thing you hold your number one waiver for. If someone stupid does something stupid like that. Right. So you can't cut yeah. him. His trade value, even on top of everything else, the game he does come back and play the whole game in, he goes, what? <laughs> that that line he had the other night was so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, How did that even happen? One of nine for three points in 24 minutes. So even when he's playing and healthy, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if he's going to play in the second half. Like, do you trade him for? Do, do you trade uh, Anthony Davis to get Jordan Clarkson? <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So we played the, we played this game last week, and we had it to about I think like twelve names or so. And now we want to play the game or what? So let's go. Okay, so I said I wouldn't trade AD for Kawhi. I would flip that now. Obviously. Yeah, I would absolutely. do Yeah, that. that's easy. Let's. See. So these are, a lot of these are easy. LeBron, you would take LeBron. Yep. Re- returning Clint Capella, you would take returning Clint Capella. Um. Yeah, I probably. Yeah, I yeah. would. Mar- Marketing, I would take Marketing. Keep keep yes. going here. Um. Uh, D'Angelo. Uh, man, D'Angelo's been fun, dude. Yeah. I had him in. Uh, I had him in DFS the other night. He had two points at halftime, and I was like, "Well, there's a waste of." Waste of five bucks, and uh, then he just went crazy the rest 16 of the night. Sixteen point third overtime. That was sixteen point in the third overtime. You would never well, expect one of the great games to be in Cleveland, and it was. By the way, it's hilarious. It was their first overtime game of the season. They played three of them. So, <laughs> um, so let's keep going, Larry. So you would take D'Angelo then? Yeah, I would yeah. take AD. Okay, um, John Collins. You would take Collins. I would. Man, we're going down there. Middleton, you would take. I'm sure. How old Probably. Could we, how old could we go? I, I don't know about Middleton. Okay, so that's that, kind of that where might we're at. be my stopping point. Yeah. What about what about my boy Jonathan Isaac? Oh, I, I would take Isaac for sure. Oh, for sure. That thing. Okay. I don't know. I still take. I still would take AD. I still have some faith. He's so talk good. about the Isaac right now. Oh yeah, man. He's blown. We'll talk about him in a second. Well, I mean, the thing about this is, is you and I can't tell anyone what's going to happen with AD because no. we don't know. 
All no I know is my gut tells me that this is not going to end well. Oh, yeah. I mean, he all. just he bagged it in there once in a while, man. Like, that's it. I mean, any other player would have been fine. I don't, I'm not calling AD soft. I mean, we know that, you know, AD the locker room. What we've typed it 85 times or something in our blurbs. It's just, just what it is. And now it's going to be magnified like 10 times 10. So I don't know. So I guess let's just flip to the other, like we can't really say, I still think he has like, so basically we're saying he's like a fourth rounder right now. Something like that. Yeah. Which sounds insane. Trade value wise. Yeah. I mean, what do you think that we're let's let's talk about this. What what do you think the percentage is that he plays uh, that he only misses like four games between now and the end of the year? That he misses so over under four and a half. When uh, like like yeah, uh, I see I see what you're saying. Um, like four, like uh, he's if two, I say two percent. <laughs> I don't I don't have I don't have much faith in that. <laughs> right. So I would set the over under at probably like half. He'll play in half the games and he'll be probably half of Anthony Davis in those games. Which is still probably around third round player. Probably. So uh or even still like even half A D is still first round player. So half A D, half the amount of A D, you know, you're talking third third, fourth rounder. But then obviously the, he can miss all the games. So it's gonna be it's gonna be no fun. Like this whole it's it's just it's just the optics of this are just so so bad. Like the next day it's like oh we can play in the All Star games like oh yeah why why your poems I don't know. But okay so let's just talk about the other Pelicans really quick. Um so there's two sides to this. They are kind I mean they're falling out. They're six games out of the eighth spot right now. Again I mentioned they have the terrible schedule. It's but, over. But how do you feel about Drew Holiday? How do you feel about Julius Randle? Julius Okafor has to be owned now. Uh, Kevin Williams has been a baller. Um, so any other kind of takeaways from this Pelican situation that you Wait, do? Wait, what was the last name you said? I missed it. Kevin Williams? Yes. He's been hot. Yeah, he's been awesome. I've got him on a couple too. Uh, yeah. like Kenrick, Kenrick Williams, I'm good with. Like he should be good. Yeah. Drew makes me a little nervous given his injury history. Uh, given the fact that this team has no desire to even go out there and play. Like, like, the veterans don't want to go. Like, I'm sure Drew doesn't want to go out there every night and deal with this. He sounded like he wanted to play. He was on the interview last night, and he sounded like he wanted to compete, blah, blah, blah. blah. I mean, what are they going to say? But, well, and he's also he's also ticked off that he's not on the All-Star team. Uh, so maybe he's maybe he's got a point to prove there. I don't I don't know. But, um, you know, I think, like, Jalil o- Okafor I feel good about. Darius Miller I feel okay about. Kenrick I feel great about. Uh, most of the young guys I have a good feeling for, but, you know, I think Giroux Jer- should be fine for the, f- you know, three weeks after the All-Star break. But, man, once it, once the dog days get here, he seems like a guy who could easily be shut down as well. Yeah, he's been he's got pretty good numbers without AD on the floor. Um, they see how many back-to-backs they play. They, <clears throat> it's not many. Uh, they have one right off the bat, so that's fun. Uh, um, then they have March 1st, 2nd. Then they have 15th, 16th, that's three, and then that's it. So no back-to-backs after the 16th, which is good. So maybe Drew won't get back-to-back hit um, in your fantasy finals or whatever. So that's good. That is But again, good. they don't play a lot of games, so if you don't play a lot of games, by default, you're not going to have a lot of back-to-backs. So. Do you think we'll ever see Alfred Payton again? Yeah. So that, <laughs> that pretty much knocks Frank Jackson out. Um, 
Tim Frazier got knocked out last night. They went big. I think they're going to go big again more often. Because um, Kenrich can really play. He can guard two through, two through, or even one through four. Um, he's been really solid defensively. So I like him. Anything else you want to talk about from this situation? No, it's too depressing. Right. All right. So let's talk about more depressing stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, how about some tanking? Just and we talk about this all the time. If you're if you're familiar with the pod, you know the deal. Um, but I did want to touch on kind of the new lottery format uh, and how that may affect teams. So if you're not familiar. Uh, usually it's 25% for the first pick to get number one pick, uh, and then 20 and then 17 or whatever. Now, this year, it's top three teams are all 14%, and then it drops by anywhere from 1% to 1.5%. Um, so fourth pick picks 12.5% for first place uh, in the lottery. So Teams don't have as much incentive to tank, because obviously, again, the third pick last year has a better better odds than the first pick does this year. Uh, in the lottery slot, so but still, teams are going to tank. So, like we kind of hinted at, I mean, it kind of is what it is. You just if Devin Booker's hamstring goes bad, he's going to sit. Uh, if Zach Levine's ankle gets sore, he's going to sit. If Mike Conley's anything gets sore, he's going to sit. Uh, and that's kind of those are kind of the studs, I guess. Because I mean, the Knicks are all bad. Uh, <laughs> the Cavs are all bad. Uh, so, um, what do you what do you make of this? Well, I think you can add Kevin Love to that list. Oh, yep, for sure, for sure. Kevin Love gets a hangnail. He's done. But, yeah, I mean, like the Knicks, the Cavs, the Bulls, the Suns, the Grizzlies, like you've got to be leery of all the all the older guys, and you got to think the younger guys are, are going to get all the run um, at some point between now and the end of the season. We just don't know when, when that kicks in. And, man, trying to figure out. Trying to set a DFS lineup and figure out which Knicks to use is just crazy, man. There's... Mitch Rob. Play Mitch. Yeah, Mitch Mitch is I had Mitch last night and I won, so he's balling. I also had Alonzo Trier and that was a train wreck. He's but... so hard to figure out, man. Him and Dotson. Yeah. <laughs> that team, man. Oh, and Fizz Fizz. Oh. Yeah, it's no fun. So um yeah, kinda of just be careful. Like we said, um, the Bulls have a weak schedule too, so that's bad. Grizzlies are alright, Knicks are alright, schedule-wise, Suns are fine. But, um, it's weird, like, none of those teams really have, like, a guy that you're gonna really, like, be excited. Obviously, like, Josh Jackson's kind of the exception, uh, in those Suns, but, like, when Le- if Levine goes down, like, you're not gonna be pumped to pick up Ryan Archidiacono, uh, or Shaq, or anybody like that. So, that's just kind of weird. Dude, I gotta give you props on on being able to pronounce guys' names. You 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 literally taught me how to say Bielitsa. Nice. Uh, you threw out Ryan's last name like you like he's your cousin. That, that's pretty impressive. Archidiacono. Yeah, it's actually you spell it like you. And actually, when I type his name, I like it's like very much. He said it's spelled like it's pronounced. So once you learn how to pronounce it, it's pretty easy to spell. But okay. Uh, yeah, anyways. Um, thanks for the props. Alright, so let's talk about the reverse side of this rest. So, avid uh, players may remember when Mike Budenholzer used to rest his Hawks when they were sitting pretty in the one seed. I have, I think that's going to happen a lot. I think Middleton's going to sit four or five times. Bledsoe, bad game in the last one. Had that sore Achilles. He's going to probably sit a few. Giannis is going to sit a few. I'm nervous about the number one seeded Bucks right now. Um, well... Hopefully, Buttonholzer wants to keep that number one seed and, and doesn't go crazy here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's cut of the Greg Popovich cloth. So 
it's a concern. I think, like, I think them being the number one seed helps helps limit that. But yeah, it's it still makes me a little nervous. Yeah, I mean their their schedule's not too bad either, if I remember. But um, yeah, you're pretty much hoping that the Raptors keep right behind them. Um, but the, again, they're also going to sit guys. Lowry has this back thing that was lingering for a while that was stemming from a leg thing or vice versa. Uh, obviously Kawhi now has a knee thing. Um, so he's going to sit over under Kawhi, uh, five and a half games out going forward. What do you think? I got the over. I got the over. Uh, that, that little hiatus he took where he was day to day and missed what, how many did he miss? Five? It was was like four or five. Yeah. Uh, like that was weird. Like Kawhi's had a lot of weird stuff from his laugh to his season last year uh, happened, but that little stretch raised my eyebrows a little bit because I was like, "They're not giving us any information." He's day to day, but he's still not playing. Like that—that that was that was a long break for Kawhi, and maybe that'll be what he needs to push through the stretch and be ready for the playoffs, but. If he did it once, I could see him doing it again, and that was that was weird. And they only have two back-to-backs going, but that doesn't really matter for Kawhi. He sits in non-back-to-backs all the time, like if any, like eight, pretty much like AD, right? Anything goes wrong, he's going to sit, except he doesn't have the whole trade factor. So yeah, their one back-to-back is uh, March tenth and eleven. Yeah. I think you pretty much guarantee. Uh, that Kawhi's not going to play probably against Cleveland, right? Um, but I don't see any. Well, other there's a there's a day game now. That Sunday day game. Oh, it is. Yeah, so he might he's going to sit them both, man. I, I he's going to sit them both. I think. Right. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, right. I, he probably. I think he'd be more likely to sit the the day game. But he's he'll sit them both. I think. <laughs> but that, I mean, yeah, that's so rough. Maybe. Like, there's that one. The other one. Which one was it? Um, the other back-to-back. Is it that one? Yeah, because he only plays... I think that's the only one he's got left. No, there's one other one. I forget where it was. I don't see it. Oh, maybe I'm missing it. Oh, uh, yeah, that is it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, no, 17-18. Oh, 17 no, that, no, that's not it either. 17-18. Yeah, that's it. So, a potential... So, okay, so that week... So if he sits that Monday, right? Oh, you're group, right. There it is. Okay, yeah, sorry. so if he sits that Monday, and then maybe he plays that Thursday, and then he sits the Sunday road back-to-back, he could have a one-game week in your fantasy playoffs. Well, and it would make sense that he plays against the Lakers because that game's on TNT. Yep. Uh, and they probably don't want to tick off the league. Well, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, but pop, that's Pop usually doing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, in, in the bottom line is I'm kind of glad I don't have to deal with owning Kawhi Leonard. Either. Yeah. So what about uh I guess the number three team in the situation, Celtics? How nervous are you about Kyrie? Um. Well, I'm a little nervous about Kyrie because this is not new. He's always yeah. banged up at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just not the most durable guy around. Twenty five games missed per season. Add in the fact that the Celtics, even though I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter about how Kyrie is not the problem with the Celtics, look at the look at the the stats and the numbers when he plays. Are the efficiency and the, everything is so much higher with Kyrie in there? That's all well and good, but the fact is they're ten and two without Kyrie, and 
you know, a lot of people are like, you know, is Kyrie Irving the problem? And I'm, it has to be in Brad Stevens' head just a little bit, you'd think. I don't think so. Kyrie's, don't... Kyrie's awesome. We, we know he has his playoff pedigree when he's out there. He's a stud. Uh, they do have a whopping four back-to-backs. Uh, wow. It's got to be tied for one of the highest. So he ain't playing in any back-to-back, I don't think. No, because they want him health, healthy. For sure, and he himself wants to be healthy. He doesn't want to miss the playoffs again. I've been no. saying this all. Been saying this since freaking August. <laughs> but but, but um, yeah, so kind of we we kind of know this. Like if you sign up for if you pick Kyrie, you sign up for this. So hopefully he can give you you know three game weeks and then two game weeks or something like that. But dude, that four there. that four back to backs is huge. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, so nervous there. Uh, let's talk some positive news here. Sound good? Yeah. All right, players returning. Uh, I got three big ones written down. One's a huge one. That's Clint Capella. Um, so, obviously, you're playing him with confidence. He's been pretty much a top second-round player um, this season. But I guess the takeaway is here, uh, for Reed droppable, then? You know, I'm still not sure. I Part of me wants to think that... They're going to reward him for all of his hard work while Capello is out and let him keep playing 20, 23 minutes a game at power forward. I mean, let's face it, P.J. Tucker uh, does some nice things defensively, but he's really not had a killer season. I mean, it's, he's P.J. Tucker. So mm-hmm. I'd rather see Farid out there getting rebounds uh, for half the game than, than seeing Tucker out there for 35 minutes. But, you know, I'm not the coach of the team. I don't really know what's going to happen. I'd like to think we can hang on. So you Farid. think you can play Farid at the four a little better? Is that what you're kind of saying or no? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah, don't think I, so. I don't know why he can't. I mean, he's always played four. It's a system. Like, they need shooters around Harden. So they I, do. I don't see him playing in that spot. Now, I mean, af- after everything that I just said, yeah. I mean, he's probably droppable. So it pretty much comes down to... Uh, and him and Harden have been like great. They have a plus two point eight net rating together, which is fine. Um, so it pretty much comes down to is Clint Capello gonna play his eighteen nineteen minutes? That says in years um, when he's playing thirty two minutes a game this year. So if that's the case, bye bye. But if they dive on back a little bit, and you know maybe keep kind of keep him fresh for the playoffs, where he's at twenty eight like last year, then. I think Free could have value with at the uh, in around you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty minutes. So it pretty much comes down to that. I I don't I I have him in one league, and I almost cut him for a stream yesterday, but I was like, yeah, the stream's not gonna be worth it. I'll see what Capella does in the opener. I'm sorry, yeah, what uh, like does in the first game back. It's like you're driving you're driving down the highway and your gas light comes on. You're like, I wonder how much longer I can <laughs> ride this out. Uh, that's sort of where we're at with Farid. And, and the thing is with Capella, if Capella was coming back from like a, a sprained knee ligament or, you know, Karis Levert's ankle injury, then I'd be like, ooh, yeah, I mean, you know, um, Capella's only going to play, you know, 20 minutes a night for the first two weeks. But, I mean, he's coming back. He's, he's been chilling, getting tons of rest. He's, it's a thumb injury. I think he's going to come back and, and step right in. Yeah, he's playing 36.3 minutes in January in his uh, six games before he got hurt. Um, the guy's just playing massive minutes. Um, so, another – this one's kind of messy. Goran Dragic. Uh, I'm pretty much off 
all the Heat players. Jaywich has been a letdown. Um, I, I'm. I think Winslow is droppable. Uh, Waiters have been riding him. He's going to be droppable for sure. Um, Olenek's been a headache. He's been hot and cold. Um, do you have a feel for anybody on the Heat that you like or do not like? Bam's droppable now with the deadline passed. Wow, you hate the Heat. <laughs> I do, man. Eleven. It's going to be another deep rotation, man. I don't want to play guys in 10, 11-man rotations. Um, they, I'll but, add, though, they are tied for the most games after the break with the Pistons. Yeah, and I mean... I don't have the same hate that you have. Like, I don't think I want to drop Justice Winslow until I see what happens. He hasn't been very good lately. Like, his last 10, he's been just, like, barely worth hanging on to in 12-teamers. He's been, his last 10, he's been 13, 6, 4 dimes, no defensive stats on 40% from the field. Like, no thanks. Yeah, but... And that's gonna, he's going to take a hit. He's going to take a hit. His last five, he's been pretty good. Yeah, 36% from the field, pretty bad. 50% from the line, not much on well, defense. Okay, the shooting's bad, but he's got a steal. He's got a, a one and a half threes, seven boards, four assists, th- 13 points. get boards. that off the waiver wire, man. Like, that's, that's nothing special. Mm, I don't know. And then, you, uh, So you don't think the draw is just going to hurt him then? I think he's going to hurt him, sure, yeah. yes. And I think, I think Winslow may may fade away into nothing, but he also may just play a different position. I mean, it's Eric Spoolster, dude. He's so annoying this year. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think Bam, Bam goes, I like, I'm just going to hang on to Winslow until I see what, see what happens personally. I think if, uh, if you wanted to put it positively, I think what you were hoping for would be basically Drogic slides right into Magruder's minutes and then Magruder gets booted. So then you're talking 25 minutes there, and, and then maybe like four or five minutes off Lenzo, four or five minutes off Waiters, and then you're there. So if that's the case, maybe he can be better. Maybe Winslow will be better in the second unit, uh, or Waiters will be better in the second unit. So, I don't know. I just think that Winslow's just been, like, I don't own him anywhere, so I I can't really empathize uh, or sympathize, I guess, with uh, with how that's going to go down. But like I said, so if I put it down to his, like, his last 10, he's been like, let me put the... Yeah, he hasn't even been worth owning his last time. He hasn't even been uh, top 180 just because he's been shooting the ball so poorly. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's one category. Yeah, it's he's pulling down one category for sure. He's but, pulling down free throws too. I mean, he's definitely pulling down too. Yeah. Definitely. But anyway, uh, and then Olenek, you know, he keeps – there's he went totally doghouse and he came out and showed some signs and then he really didn't do much. I mean, still think he's – He's going to have some decent games, but I, I don't really trust him. Jay Rich, like you said, is disappointing. I'm not cutting him. No, I'm, I'll uh, give Jay Rich gets the leash for the rest of the season, especially with the big games, uh, the high game total. Yeah. And um, I don't have the number in front of me, but he has about a 5-6 true shooting percentage boost with Dragic on the floor. So he's better. He's more efficient with Dragic on the floor. So that's good. I, I also uh, – I don't think Waiters is dead. I, I don't understand why Spo loves Waiters so much. But he does, and I, I'm just not sure he's he's dead when Drogic comes back. Yeah, he's just going to be – he has to get the ball a lot, and I think it's it's going to be cut a little bit with Drogic out there. Yeah. And he's not he's not very nine-cat friendly. He's points friendly, but that's about it. So, I don't yeah. know. Anything See, else? I mean, he's one – yeah, he's pretty one-dimensional. Yeah. All right, so last guy, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie returned. That's going to make the, the Nets in a 
jam spot here. Um, th- we mentioned Russell. He wasn't really closing before the overtime stretches, uh, and he hasn't. He was uh, fourth on the team in minutes in the fourth quarter before Levert got hurt. Um, not, not top three in scoring in the fourth quarter. He didn't close that much, so it's going to be a crunch time, man. Um, Harris has been pretty good. Um, so, what do you make of this whole net situation? Dude, I think D'Angelo has proven himself. Like, I, I don't, I'm not worried about. It. I think D'Angelo is going to have a hard time staying at the ridiculous level he's been at all year, all the way through the end of the season. Now that these guys are getting healthy, but I mean, D'Angelo, he's going to go to All Star game and probably go off because he's got chip on his shoulder. He wants to go back to Brooklyn, go off because he's got chip on his shoulder. Like. I don't know. I'm he's the least of my worries on on the Nets. There's just so many guards. Like, is Dinwiddie gonna be able to do what he was doing before coming back? I they got Shabazz Napier. They got Garrett. Napes Napes is dead. He'll be out of the he's rotation. Dead, but he's still he's still there. I yeah. mean, it's still another body that's gonna eat up five minutes a night. Um, I don't know, man. They Trevion Graham, Joe Harris. On crab, there's just so many crab's, guys. Crab's hot, man. Like crab's crab's made, he's made like three threes per. If you if you count prior to getting hurt, his last like fourteen games, he's made like three threes a game. And he had three point five threes per game after the break last year. He led the team in scoring after the break. Yeah, I mean, I, I like crab. I, I, he's threes and points and, and some steals. Uh, but there's so many guards there. Just it yeah. makes it hurt. Yep. Uh, and then Levert, you uh, have high expectations, or been a little cold, but his jumper's off. But he's still blowing by, guys. He's a little rusty, but I think he's going to get pretty hot. Uh, but again, Nets have tied for the worst schedule in the last three and a half weeks, so that sucks. That 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 does stink. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I feel like Levert's like if you picked up Levert recently, I, I feel like it was a good move. And and after the break, I think he's going to sort of start to take off again. Yep, I agree. Um, so just a couple last hot not players that just kind of jotted down. I wanted just to go over. Um, as I lost my spot here. Uh, so I just top five guys in the last dozen games that kind of struck me. Andre Drummond making free throws, number nine. Drummond's been freaking balling lately. He's been on fire, dude. Him and Blake Griffin. But I can't believe Blake Griffin is still doing what he was doing at the start of the season. Like, yeah. He's been awesome. And, so, and Drummond has too. They're both. Just going off almost every night. Detroit's on a little was on a little bit of a winning streak. Um, those guys are playing great, man. Yep, uh, and again, they are tied for the most games going forward with the Heat, so um, they should be on some championship rosters. Um, mentioned Jonathan Isaac, number twenty-one in the last dozen games, man. Ooh, Ooh. boy, uh, Magic are hot as well. They are um, half a game out of the eight spot now, so that is great news if you own Vooch uh, or. I guess Aaron Gordon or anybody like that. But, man, Isaac, it's click for him, man. Yeah, it's such a feel-good story for us. Because, I mean, I, I literally can't tell you how many times we use the word patience with him this season, man. Like, the first whole, whole first half of the season, we're like, you know, there's only so long you can be patient. But just try to be patient. Try not to cut him. His time's going to come. Maybe it won't be this year. Maybe it will be. And then. John Simmons is gone. Trade deadline started getting run before that, and he's been awesome, man. Like yeah. Isaac, everything we we thought he he would, I think he's been great. Yeah, and uh, Aaron Gordon's on the cold list. He's been just terrible lately. Mm. 
which is uh, not necessarily a product. He's just missing shots again. Just shooting is so bad. Yeah, he gets so he gets so cold so often. Um, Laurie Markin's twenty two. We mentioned him. He's going to have a big finish, I think. Um, but again, the light games is a little concerning. And then um, Mitch Robinson, last dozen, he's number thirty five per game. Just blocks, 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 and blocks and blocks. Another guy who we thought was like, hold on, hold on. He's been killing. Well, getting Canner out of their help. Cornette started last night. Like, Fizz just cannot decide what he's doing, and it's so frustrating. But, you know, even now with Mitchell Robinson coming off the bench, he's getting enough run. He's blocking enough shots. He's gaining enough confidence that uh, he's he's good to go. He should be everywhere. Fouls are down. It's starting to click for him, too. Um, so I just I wrote down five guys who are cold. I guess just um, any of them in particular concern you the most. Will Barton has been terrible since he's returned. He was looked so so good after the break. Early he had a couple of small sample look good. Rubio's cold. We know he's a strong finisher. Tareen Prince. I hate this situation. Um, and then what else? And then I mentioned Aaron Gordon and then Chris Middleton. Uh, I'm very concerned about. It. About Will Barton, I if I owned him, I probably would have dropped him by now. I mean, yeah. he's he's been he's been this bad without Gary Harris. Uh, Malik Beasley's running circles around him. Monty Morris is not going away. Isaiah Thomas is playing. Like, there's so many things. Um, not to mention he plays with Jokic and like it's just I just don't know that there's a role for will barton on that on that team if he if he couldn't do anything with gary harris out for most of the season then i i don't know i don't know so two things are are happening with him missed shots and no steals everything else has been fine uh his minutes are up he's played you know he's played mid 30s his last three um i don't think gary harris is going to affect him negatively fairly low usage guy um so i i'm much like jay rich i'm giving will barton the full leash man um, and again, it's because they're great late schedule. Um, they are tied for the most games in the final three and a half weeks of the season. Um, so I, I want to have some nuggets on my roster. So um, I still believe in him. Anybody else that do you think we'll be able to click like he usually does? A yeah, late I, he's a little late. He usually gets it going by now. Um, well, he had that. He got sidelined by that injury. That that's that threw it all off track. But yeah. I, I, I'm good with Rubio. Uh, I'm gonna ride Aaron Gordon. I'm gonna ride or die with Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Uh, Middleton, he plays along uh, alongside a bunch of guys who handle the ball tons, which is which is hurting him. But he's still a great player. And uh, Torian Prince, when you said I hate, I thought you were gonna say I hate Torian Prince, but you said I hate this situation. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean Prince has been rough all year. Um, I'm I'm not. I'm I'm kind of I, I traded him in a few leagues and I. Let him go in some when he got hurt, and I, I don't really miss him. Yeah. Um, so there. All right, so we'll get out of here on that. You guys enjoy your all-star break. We'll be back next week for some DFS action. Uh, thanks for coming hey, on, Mike, man. Do you, have a, uh, do you have a list of the games played the rest of the way available somewhere on the interwebs? It's the games played for uh, going forward, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, schedule grid. I'll tweet it out right now uh, so you guys can check out. Uh, has every team per week, uh, has the back-to-back totals, and has it for the final three weeks, post-break game totals, final three and a half weeks, so you can kind of customize it for how your roster or how your schedule breaks down. So I'll tweet that out right now. Check me out. Just 
uh, or just Twitter search my Twitter handle schedule and it'll pop right up there. Boom. Cool. So again, you guys enjoy the break and thanks for coming on, man. Ah, right, bye bye.